Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. song and then somebody did it to the scene in once upon a time in hollywood when the manson family goes and attacks the house of leonardo dicaprio's uh place and brad pitt's there and the subsequent response wasn't quite the way it ended for the Manson family back in the late 1960s. And apparently at the actual uh, movie premiere, people were cheering, cheering as, uh, <laughs> well, maybe you could say, did the Empire strike back? I don't know. May the 4th be with you. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer. Anyways, old school cars to open up on today's show. The Edmonton Oilers lost last night 6-4. Just a reminder. Because in the here and now world of things like Twitter, if you based everything on, I mean, if you based what we saw in round one of the series, we had individuals after game, uh, first period of game four, saying that the LA Kings had better skill players than the Edmonton Oilers. These are guys that worked in the Edmonton market. 
Like, what have they been watching for the last five or six years with the two highest-scoring skilled players on the planet? Uh, it is a best-of-seven, not a best-of-one. Do the Oilers need to play better than they did last night? Absolutely. Ironically enough, uh, today the team will have a meeting in about an hour's time as the first one down at the rink this morning, other than the coaches. Uh, and they will practice tomorrow and get ready for a Saturday afternoon game. And, and look, I, I get it. A lot of you right now are really disappointed in uh, several performances, and that's legit. However, it is a best-of-seven and not a best-of-one. The Oilers' last three series victories, last year beating L.A., and I'll be honest, after game one against L.A., I wasn't that concerned. And then the Oilers pounded the Kings last year, uh, Six nothing and eight two in the next two games, and then lost games four and five, and then came back and won six and seven. But if we're totally being up front here, game one against Calgary last year, I was a little nervous. Flames one nine six. Game two, Edmonton down three one in the second period, and I was nervous. And the Oilers ended up outscoring Calgary something like eighteen to seven the rest of the way on route to winning the series. So there you have it. I mean. Who can predict? This year, Edmonton lost game one against L.A. I think I think most of you listening to the show probably have some passion for the Edmonton Oilers and also respect your opponents. If you heard our predictions on Tuesday's show, I mean, I said the Oilers would beat L.A. in six, and I think Edmonton's going to beat Vegas in six or seven. But it was never going to be easy. The Vegas Golden Knights finished ahead of the Edmonton Oilers in the regular season, and they were better than Edmonton last night, save one guy. <laughs> who was brilliant and is fast becoming one of the greatest playoff performers of all time. That is uh, Leon Dreisaitl. And indeed, in last night's game, every time he was on the ice, he was moving in stereo for the Evans Oilers. Oilers now is brought to you by World of Spas. Aiken after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Brendan Escott is back in the 630 Chet Studios. He's going to chime in with some comments after we get into the Oilers Now Audio Vault. Uh, we will tell you at 1235 today for GCL Diesel, Louis DeBrusque. From 1 until 2, we're going to attempt to go a full hour with calls. Part of the reason is we're set up in our broadcast location, so it's easier for us to take calls. We'll get to text as well. Here's how you can reach us. On the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. The River Cree bringing the heat this summer with Alberta's newest and biggest outdoor music festival on July 8th. All-country evening with Billy Carrington, Gary Allen, Mackenzie Porter, and more. Get your tickets now at rivercreeresort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line as well. Well, same number, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. So that's how you get hold of us. We'll go fully interactive between 1 and 2. We'll maybe navigate around a couple other texts in the first hour. Final hour of the show, Edmonton Oilers assistant GM Brad Holland. We've not seen Brad uh, during the course of these playoffs yet because... The majority of the team's head pro scouts are scouting other teams and doing work on potential UFA targets. Uh, we'll have a quick conversation with Brad just before he uh, heads off to the Leafs game today. Uh, of note last night, scouts that were here of teams that were still involved included Dallas and Seattle. Dave Basigio, uh with the uh, Seattle Kraken. 
and Craig Bonner, who is out of Edmonton. Uh, Craig and Scott Bonner. Scott is the talent guy for Jerry Johansson Sports Corporation. And uh, Craig Bonner, who played for the Kamloops Blazers, is the director of pro for the Dallas Stars, an organization that has had a history of doing a very good job on pro side. So <laughs> whoever gets out of this series, these guys are going to be watching. Edmonton, every step away, comes with the territory. Jack Michaels, winner's uh, radio play-by-play voice for the playoffs, along with uh, Cam Moon. They split the games with me during the course of the season. Jack will join us at 2.35 today as well. Our top story. For legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Well, it's this simple, man. Winners got out play. They had some guys with some rough nights. We'll discuss that in a second after we head into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear, which brings you women's workwear. A women's only workwear store opening soon, just four doors down from direct workwear on Gateway Boulevard. Check them out at womensworkwear.ca. All right, Jack Michaels with the call of last night's game one, round two against the Vegas Golden Knights. It's the series that we've been waiting for ever since Vegas announced themselves as an immediate Stanley Cup contender in their first season in the league in 2017-18. We've seen Edmonton, Colorado. We've seen Colorado, Vegas. What we haven't seen is Edmonton, Vegas, and we're about to see it tonight. He scored seven goals in the first round, went over L.A. Bouchard and McDavid drives in a one-timer. Score! And Edmonton has taken a one lead. Power play goal, Leon Dreisaitl. Vinny DeArnais behind his own net, turned it over, sitting in front. One-timer, what a save, Skinner. Wrist shot, score, tie game. Ivan Barbashev from the top of the circle. The power play is now 6 for 10 against Vegas this year. A quick drop-off, off the rush, shooting and scoring. What a finish, Mike Amadio. Lead pass to the right circle, and he wasted no time and blistering it past Skinner. Two to one, Golden Knights. From the left half wall, we'll find Petrangelo. Top of the right circle, snapshot, tiptoe. Power play goal. Mark Stone. Golden Knights three. Oilers one. Hyman finds dry settle. Waiting, chipping it off for Swan home. What a beautiful play by Leon Drysaddle. Right off the name tag. And the Oilers with 10 seconds to go. Cut it to 3-2. Drysaddle second of the game and ninth of the postseason. Well, we've seen Connor McDavid do that a couple times from roughly the same spot, but that's usually off a of cycle. Connor McDavid, no pressure. One-timer ripped by Bouchard. Save made. Rebound score. Leon Dreisaitl fed by Hyman. And this game is tied. Leon Dreisaitl, his second career postseason hat trick, has equaled matters 3-all at T-Mobile Arena. It's an unbelievable power play and great presence of mind that time from Zach Hyman. As he uh, slid the puck across, but the spillage is created off the Bouchard bomb from the point. And now Jack Eichel. In across the line. Golden Knights right to left in the third. Open white cloud. Tried to center instead of shoot. Nugent Hopkins swallowed that one up. Now he'll shoot. Score! A tip by Barbashev. 4-3 Vegas. And a stone dishing. One-timer score. Bruce Skinner. 5-3 Vegas. Chandler Stevenson. Skinner got a piece, but not enough to deny Stevenson who has his fifth in the playoffs. And the Oilers have tasted defeat in regulation for the first time in 22 games, dating to March 11th. And this marks the 
series opener that the Oilers have lost with their core of McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins, and Nurse. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, there you have it. Edmonton loses. Leon Dreisaitl, four goals. He was brilliant. Uh, the Oilers egregious on the work back to the puck. Uh, some ugly transition goals. Some over-rotations from defense. Uh, a couple D-men on the right side at a real tough game. Jay Woodcroft says the Oilers cost themselves the game last night. They certainly play a different game than the Los Angeles Kings. We understood that. We're prepared for that. I just don't think we played very well tonight. Um, you know, I thought uh, we did some things to shoot ourselves in the foot. Uh, we can be better, and we will be better, but tonight wasn't our night. Leon Dreisaitl had these comments, and the Oilers getting started too late. Later on, um, we're, we're all over him, but, um, you know, that's usually the game we, we, we play from minute one, right? So um, we'll get back to that, uh, get a regroup, learn from it, and, and move on. Dry Settle was asked about the Oilers' struggles in game one of series. No, it's nothing they did. Uh, they're a good team, we, we know that, but um, nothing that we can't handle or haven't seen. Uh, this, this is uh, just on us, um, not, not bringing our best game. Leon Dreisaitl scored four goals last night. First time an Oilers player had scored four goals in a playoff game, if you saw the tweet, uh, since Yari Curry back in April of uh, two th- uh, 1987. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, I can remember where I was watching that. Uh, anyhow, uh, the Oilers had lost the opening game of that series in 1987 to the L.A. Kings, believe it or not. Then they pumped 13 past L.A. in Game 2 on road to, I think, having the, the greatest Oilers team of all time, the 86-87 Oilers, even though the fans voted 84-85. Um, anyhow, first time in 36 years an Oilers player had scored four goals in a single playoff game. Dreisaitl was asked, hey, can you take some joy out of lot? Can you yeah. take some joy out of scoring four tonight? It's not like that happens every night. No. There you go. Nope. It's about the win. Vander Kane of these comments on Dreisaitl's performance last night. Yeah, obviously, uh, he led the way for our group tonight. Um, you know, great performance by him. It's a shame that uh, we let it slip away. Uh, Kane also uh, had uh, this perspective on the owners uh, needing to have uh, more responsibility at the puck. Yeah, you know, they, they definitely had some zone time, but I thought uh, we didn't give a whole, a whole lot when they had that zone time. I think a lot of their goals were, were, were on our stick and, and uh, very preventable. And Matias Eckholm, who was one of the, well, maybe the best order defensemen, him and Bouchard uh, were on the positive side of the ledger. Eckholm gave his thoughts in the game last night as well. I, I think we can be a lot better, um, especially in the first period coming out, out of the gate and, and just getting behind the ball right away. It's it's not the way we want to play. So um, to be honest with you, I didn't, I, I didn't enjoy um, the game tonight too much. I thought we, we gave them a, a B or a C game, but look at it towards the end. It's a one game still, so there's some kind of strength in that too, but um, I think we can be a lot better. Uh, a C- minus for me is the grade I would give of that performance last night on an ABCD ranking. Uh, can't give a, a, a D in a game. I mean, you get shut up 5 nothing. that's a D. Uh, uh, 
you know, 5-4 game with an empty netter where you gave away three of the goals. Uh, uh, one thing Vegas did do well, Oilers scored right away on the power play, dry settle. Power play is just ridiculous. What, what was it, two for three last night? Uh, it's just obscenely good. It's up to, oh, i got to do the math on the fly here. I think it's 11 for, uh, 11 for 19. Does that sound right? Yeah, 11 for 19. That's pretty good. Uh, Matias, but Vegas responded. They scored two quick ones right after the Oilers had the one nothing lead, and then when Edmonton tied at 3-3. Here's Ekholm's thoughts on how well Vegas responded the goals. It's hard for me to sit here and say I don't think they like to, to be scored on as much as they did either. So I think, to your point, I think that that probably plays a role into it. I think us playing a really different team in the first round as well maybe helped a little bit too. There was more structure to there, and then they just kind of backed off, and we had to, we had a lot of um, possessions. So a little bit of different, uh, I guess, reasons to it. But I, but I definitely agree with them. I thought I didn't think we gave them a whole lot of trouble tonight. I thought we gave uh, made it too easy on them, and, and that can't happen. There you go. Made it too easy on him. Uh, basically, the Oilers had some guys self-implode. So let's cut the, the BS right out of the gate right now. No, the Oilers don't need to start, in my opinion, Jack Campbell in the next game. In the second period, Stuart Skinner kind of kept Edmonton in it. The Oilers did get going in the third. You heard Dreisaitl. They, they kind of got started too late. So we'll start in goal. I'm not pinning last night at all on Stuart Skinner. No way. Uh, you had a goal where... I mean, I've seen one guy's tweet today. Uh, and the tweet says, somebody else said to me, of course all situation save percentage is lower with Dayarnay because of the, uh, the PK. Uh, here's a breakdown. With Dayarnay, five on five, uh, it, the orders are at 774 in the playoffs, save percentage. Without Dayarnay, the orders are at 949. Ooh. Uh, that's this. And then uh, when the orders are shorthanded with Dayarnay, the orders are at 665. 667 without Darren A there at 810. Now that 810 is not a great number either. Vincent Darren A had a rough game and it's the second rough game he's had in the playoffs and you can make an argument uh, he needs to play better. They were soft chip and soft up and pucks into both his and CC's corners. Uh, Cody CC for a part of the season was playing through an injury. It was a core injury. He's not at the level that he was at last year. I think that's fair. Um, Dayarnay got replaced as the game wore on by Philip Broberg, who's better at transporting the puck. Uh, the, the first goal against cannot happen. You have to take the simple play when it's there. So the Oilers had a couple D that had a rough game. There was an overload with Nurse on one of the goals against. The Oilers had lots of guys that were in on this last night. Uh, so I'm not pinning this one on the goalie. I'm going to tell you that right now. And then up front, they need more guys. Um I don't know if Nuge is playing through something. Uh, he had a wonderful regular season, 100-point season. And he's got high expectations of himself, and he's been a little quiet so far in the playoffs. Uh, Costin had a great game against L.A. In game six, so did Yamamoto, and they were kind of non-factors in last night's game. Yanmark getting taken out of the game, replacing Derek Ryan, who was ill. Um, you know, Yanmark falling back, uh, back of his head on the boards was not good. It limited Edmonton to 10 forwards. A performance like that opens the discussion up to see if maybe the Oilers, you know, let's, let's assume Derek Ryan can play next game. Maybe Yanmark can't. That gets you to 11 forwards. You go 12 and 6, and you look at one of Shore or Holloway. For me, I might be more uh, open to Holloway just because of the speed and, uh, you know, a little bit more physicality. Let's bring aboard Brendan Escott back to the 630 Chad Studios. Brendan, the floor is yours. 
Just for general thoughts on the game? Yep. General thoughts. Go for it, and then maybe what you'd contemplate doing. Yeah, well, listen, it's tough to pin anything on Stuart Skinner. Again, I know I, I also don't feel like we're getting the same uh, absurd quality of, of goaltending, airtight style that we were from him in the regular season. Uh, but at the same time, it, it takes a lot more than that to win a game. And there's, to me, a lot of one-and-done possessions in the offensive zone. I, I think that Vegas is going to have the most success in this series if they're able to continue forechecking Edmonton's D and forcing those kinds of turnovers and that was what disappointed me it's just so early in the game DeHarnay's a big big body and that kind of body contact to me shouldn't have caused the collateral damage and the turnover and and the goal that that it did so there's plenty to clean up here but as you said and I agree wholeheartedly there's a lot of series left and in which to to clean it all up all right, let's get to NHL today before we go to break. It's for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Brendan, what's up? Toronto home to Florida. Game two of the series tonight, trying to force uh, a split. It's Scotiabank Arena and the Stars, meanwhile, hoping for the same in Dallas after losing game one to Seattle on uh, Tuesday night. Stuart Skinner, a Calder Trophy finalist for the NHL's Rookie of the Year, along with Matty Beneers and Owen Power. Uh, Mark Borowiecki, uh, he announced his retirement after uh, uh, 12 NHL seasons, more than 450 games, but 30 Three-year-old was last seen stretchered off the ice after an awkward hit into the boards in a game against Philly. He was hospitalized, went on IR, and and ultimately did not play again. In the Western League, Game 4 of the Western Conference Final between Seattle and Kamloops. Tonight in BC's interior, Thunderbirds up 2-1 in that series, and Winnipeg has punched their ticket to the Western Hockey League Final. They swept away Saskatoon with a win last night. Brendan, check your uh, text uh, here in four seconds, okay? Uh, just to wrap up before we go to the uh, 12.30 news update with Randy Kilburn, um, some tough news involving a guy who scored one of the biggest goals in Edmonton Oilers history. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers are deeply saddened to hear of the passing of Oilers alum Peter Klima. They extend their condolences to his family and all of his loved ones. He scored one of the most iconic goals in Oilers history, tallying in triple overtime in Game 1 of the 1990 Stanley Cup Final against Boston. I watched that one in Wells, B.C. Peter Klima, gone. We'll go to break.